Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hi on M. We have a guest today, so I'll let her introduce herself. Hello, I'm Sierra Spring. I'm so happy to be on the podcast today. Thanks for being here. Okay, let's get right into it. Can you start by just like talking a little bit about your journey um, in the uh, influencing cannabis industry now that you have actually quit your actual job? Yeah, definitely. So I've been in the cannabis industry, like working at, you know, a dispensary for the past three years. So I've been like, you know, a foot in the door for sure. Mm -hmm. But just like any industry, the dispensary is very toxic. Yes. Um, And I didn't, I honestly didn't have a plan to leave anytime soon with my daytime job. It kind of happened out of the blue Mm -hmm. where the toxicity was the right decision that made me leave in that moment. Yeah. And, you know, like, I feel like it was just a sign, like, after I quit, like, oh, I guess I'm doing this full time now. I've got to go for it. Yep, exactly. Well, that's good. You do not want to stay in those situations. Like, uh, dispensaries are such, like, a bad place to work. I was just talking to one of my other friends about it earlier. She's, like, working at a medical dispensary here in Florida. And she worked at this one and then quit and started working somewhere else and now the old her old manager is going around telling people that she was fired for x amount of reasons but really she just up and quit and i was like what what the heck like what do you gain by doing that yeah the industry is very petty and i would say almost like high school they're very clicky they've got favorites and if you do someone wrong or if they don't like you there's no way you can succeed in that industry yeah exactly I'm always like thinking about that too in the back of my head I'm like what if there's just someone out there who doesn't like me and they're just like preying on my downfall right now you know exactly so I had to leave but it definitely gave me the push to fully do this like Mm -hmm. by myself that's good and I guess because you said it was spur of the moment you weren't like really preparing to do this but like how's it going so far you know like not going to work every day and just like doing your own thing it's honestly going great. I have so much more time to create content mm-hmm. and even brainstorm content or just be by myself and do things that I wasn't able to do with a full-time job, mm-hmm. such as like meditate and just give myself my own time. Yeah, I love that. Working always takes up like so much of your time. I feel like when I was working at the dispensary, I was always there. Like I'd go in at like eight or nine o'clock and then I'd like be there until six or seven. And it's like, you know, I have to drive 30 minutes home and it's like your whole day becomes working there exactly and I would have to content batch a lot on my days off and that's all I would do on my days off so I really didn't have any free time for myself yeah I feel that it's hard when you're doing both but doing just content creation is so much fun like it gives you so much freedom to do literally anything I know it was so nice I was able to go to Chicago without having to worry about having a job to you know a nine-to-five to worry about and I was creating content the whole time I was there mm-hmm. so it was really nice to do both at the same time yeah that's awesome so did you like smoke or anything in Chicago because like I know it's legal I did I actually um, my friend is opening a dispensary down there so oh he's kind of been yeah that's so awesome So he was kind of showing us his whole setup and everything, and he's getting ready for his grand opening, and we stayed with them out there in Chicago, so we were hooked up on the weed for sure. That's literally the coolest thing ever. Well, congratulations to him. That's, like, killer. I know. Was it, like, hard for him, do you think, to, like, do that? Did he talk about it at all? 
Well, he's always been in the smoke shop industry. Like, he's okay. ran multiple, like, smoke shops. Mm-hmm. And then since they've gone legal, him and the owner of one of the smoke shops kind of took this step in going into the dispensary industry. And I feel like it took him about two years to kind of get it fully set and ready. But mm-hmm. they, they've got it going for sure. That's so awesome. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'll definitely have to go to Chicago just to go to the dispensary. Like, that's so awesome. Oh, definitely. The, the name of the dispensary is called Mas Mota. Oh, I love that. I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay, so did you face any, or are you, or did you before, like, when you first quit your job, face any hurdles, like, just trying to become content creator full-time? Um. Yeah, honestly... It's hard, I feel like, to find the confidence to believe in myself as just a, like, full-time content creator. Mm -hmm. Because so many people do it at so many different levels. I've seen people go full-time at 50,000 followers or less, like, at 5,000 followers. And everyone's got their own dynamic behind the screen of the social media. Mm -hmm. But I feel like just the confidence in believing that I actually am an influencer and content creator Mm -hmm, rather than I'm just trying to do it I'm actually doing it yeah you really are you're killing it out there I saw you you. like 11.4k or something like you got that so quick (laughs) it it happened really fast I wasn't expecting that at all Mm -hmm. well you make some really good reels I'm always like stalking your page and like these reels are just so good stop thank you so much of course Okay, so what are your main goals or intentions with um, content creation in the cannabis industry? Um, Well, with my platform, I want to be able to show that, like, everyday people use cannabis, your everyday influencers, your people who that you follow that you wouldn't expect to. Yes. I want to be a 420-friendly influencer rather than a influencer that just does cannabis. I want to be able to be myself and smoke weed. Mm Mm-hmm. And let my followers know that I use this medicinally, I use this in this way, and just, I don't want the stigma behind it mm-hmm. anywhere on my page. I just want it to be a safe space for everyone. Yep, just positivity. Exactly. And not just your stoners. Like, I want those people to be like, oh, I follow this influencer. Ooh, and she smokes? How exciting. Yeah. Even if they don't, like... Literally. There's a couple people I follow, and like, um, I don't know if you know who she is. Her name is like Kennedy Urich or something. Um, she's like really popular. Oh yeah! And she like posted like for her birthday, and she's like stoner princess like on her birthday cake, and I was like, oh my god, this girl smokes weed! Like that is so cool. Like you would see, never and realize. I love that. Yeah. And I I want that. I wanted I, not even like a secret, but I want it to be more like I want everyone to follow me rather than just those cannabis industry girls yeah. or the people who are looking just to look at these brands or these bongs. I want to be able to show them my whole life and show them these brands and these bongs. Yeah, well, that's awesome. You get a little bit of everything there. Exactly. So how do you balance your creativity and, like, with being authentic in your content and, like, you know, trying to, like, post within guidelines? Because sometimes Instagram can be, like, you know, really iffy and they, like, hate content or, you know, I'm sometimes it's fine. Definitely, like, kind of like what I was saying, being the 420-friendly influencer rather than the 420-influencer. Yeah. I'm hiding it in a certain way that my followers can know that I am I partake and they know that I support it. Mm-hmm. But it's not that that's all I'm posting, that's all I'm flaunting, because, again, Instagram doesn't like that. So I've had to guide myself mm-hmm. in a way that my posts won't get flagged. Yeah. Because, rec- you know, 
in the past i've had tons of my stuff get flagged even for me just exhaling some smoke yeah but i feel like i found my own way to get around it by just being myself and hi- and hinting the weed in there you know yeah like i like the videos. no bad hashtags yeah. oh yeah go ahead the videos where you're like you know it's like um and you have like all the plants or whatever and you're sitting like drinking a coffee or something it's just like very like a chill vibe like instagram's not gonna see that and be like hello exactly they don't see the bong they just see the little smoke they don't see the joint fully it's little things like where i want the followers to know oh yeah she partakes in this plant she mm-hmm. loves this plant mm-hmm. but she's not just that plant yep agreed um so what are some of the most like valuable lessons that you've learned since you've been like doing content creation Honestly, my biggest one is not being afraid to post whatever I want. Yes. I always I always was so nervous for, like, the aestheticness of it and making it look so pleasing on my page and just having it look correct. Mm-hmm. But me being me is enough for this industry, yeah. and that's all you have to think. It's Again, back to the confidence, but I am who I am, and people will follow me for me. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, then I don't want them there. Exactly. And, like, I was thinking about that the other day, too. I was, like, trying to, um, like, pick a cover photo for my reels, you know? And usually I just do, like, a, you know, a screen grab, like, from the video itself. And my friend always goes in there and, like, puts a different photo. And I started doing that, and I was like, I don't actually care. Like, this is too time-consuming. Like, I don't want to go do this. Like, it's just whatever. Like, you know, they're still going to see the video. Like, it doesn't actually matter what I put as that cover photo. They're still going to watch it if they want to. Exactly. And if it is a reel, and they find you from the reels page, and they click your page, it's going to take you to the reels. And if it has a different cover photo, they're not going to know what video they just watched. That's exactly how I feel. I'm like, I get so confused. I'll, like, see someone's page, and I'm like, oh, like, that looks cool. And I'll click on the reel, and I'm like, it has absolutely nothing to do with what do this with photo is. Exactly. So, so I've been know. trying to get better with that because I know Instagram's just like TikTok leaning over to the more authenticity, just being themselves, not the aesthetically pleasing posts all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I was always so scared. And some of my most viewed and most liked videos are the ones that I didn't want to post because I was nervous about them. Dude, I totally feel that. I have like mostly with TikTok though, because I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't think it'll get views. And then like, it just blows up and i'm like this is so cool like you just always exactly you just, everything yeah you just have to be yourself and believe that being yourself will get you there mm-hmm. and it will mm-hmm. exactly i think a lot of people um not i'm not i don't mean this in like a bad way but they just like try like hard you know to get like the content out there and to get the followers you know because they want to grow but like sometimes it's better to just like relax and like you know do what is feels natural or whatever exactly and i felt like i was stuck around like seven thousand followers i was like that i was like i need to get this content out there no matter what it is like i need to content batch all the time i need to tag these brands and then i stopped like caring about that and just posting my everyday life and just grabbing a picture here and there when i'm out and content batching occasionally Mm -hmm. and that's when it started to grow more Yep, I, I feel like that too. Sometimes I'll like realize, I'm like, I feel like I've posted like too much weed content. And I'm like, where like where are my pictures of my outfits when I do things? You know, I'm like, let me get that out there. Exactly. Like, I feel like when I follow people, I want to see their whole life. I don't want to see just these little snippets. I want to see 
like them going to get coffee mm-hmm. going to get some joints like you know i want to see all of it yeah same and i love that about tiktok because there's all those people who like vlog every day and like i try to do that sometimes but like i don't know i'm not in a legal state and i'm not in a city where there's like super exciting things going on so i like vlog sometimes and i'm like yeah i don't know like people might not want to watch this and i know i should just post it but i, I was know. like don't say that because i would love to watch it i'm not from florida i've never been over there i've only been to disney world so you could always be like a day in the life in a non-legal state yeah true that's true you know people who want to watch it just like i was saying like the people who don't they don't have to be there but there are people who will watch it that's true and i will be one of them yeah well thanks of course i uh I um, wanted to like start like a YouTube and like vlog through there, but I don't know. I don't really know like much about like editing videos and like in that capacity. So I just like haven't done it yet, but I'm thinking like once I like actually move to Cali, I want to like get on top of all that and like actually vlog everything, you know? Have you ever used Canva? Yes, I do. Do you edit on there, like, videos? I do, yeah. They have they have a YouTube editing, like, one where you can do what? videos and add in, like, your little pop-up bubbles. Yeah. I literally had no idea. That is so cool. Yeah. Get on Canva. You can make some cool videos on there. Some of my, even my reels, some of the fonts, because Instagram doesn't have the most amount of fonts. Yeah. I use on Canva and then add them. That is so smart. I really had no idea. I just use that for like, you know, my media kit and like stuff for the cookie business, but I had no idea to do videos. Yeah, you can edit video. You can edit so many things on there. It's nice. I edit everything on in Instagram. Like I am so like not tech savvy in that aspect. And like everyone, all on like, Instagram. Yeah, literally. That's cool though. That's yeah. really cool. I don't think I've ever edited one of my in- videos on in- videos or photos on Instagram. I don't think I've done photos. Like usually when I do my photos though, I'll just like you know up the saturation or something. Cause I'm like this world okay. is so dull. You know, I'm like I need a little brightness mm-hmm. in there. You know? Okay, so my last question for you, has has there been any unexpected challenges or any setbacks when you've been content creating or like with social media, I guess? I feel like, again, back to confidence, mm-hmm. is reaching out to brands and not just waiting for them to reach out to me has been one of like the unexpected challenges. I thought it would be a lot easier, but it's scary. I know, it is. Like, even though, like, if I don't get a reply or if I do, I feel like just getting my name out there in that way scares me a little bit because I am doing this. Yep. But it's it's cool, though, because, like, if you think about it, like, how many brands, like, either we've worked with or that just even follow us and, like, how many people actually know who we are, even if, like, you know, we're not posting about them all the time. We're still, like, there in the back of their head exactly and that that's the cool thing is like once i get these connections with these brands if they're paid or not it can only grow from there exactly and like you know when you a brand if they post your photos or if they tag you like other people are seeing that and they have like you know some of these brands have like a hundred thousand followers and it's like you're getting exposed to all of their followers and you know when they post you you usually get like a bunch of followers you know yeah i think that's how i reached my 10k one of my videos did trend when i was like doing that but with hashdash one of my videos that they posted and tagged me on has 3.9 million views right now i saw that dude that's so awesome like that's incredible 
I was so shook, like, because the last time I saw it, it was, like, 60K. And I was like, okay, that's good, because they have about 50,000 followers yeah. on their Instagram to begin with. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, 3.9? Like, that that's my so most good. viewed video ever. That's awesome. And they tagged you in that, right? Yeah, they did okay, tag good, me, good, which good. was really nice, yes. Yeah, that's fire. It is so awesome. It's so cool that you work with them and, like, do a bunch of content for them. It's, it's really fun. And I've been doing it on TikTok, which is a platform that I'm not super big on because I did get shut down when I had like around 3,000 followers and have been scared to kind of get it back up and going again. Yeah, I feel that. I know all about that. They've deleted two of my accounts. Yeah, it's, it's, it's scary. It's rough. Mm-hmm. But I've been working with them on TikTok and it's nice learning their guidelines with TikTok because they're a little bit different than Instagram. All your videos and just are like, good, though. Like the candy and oh, stuff. Thank you. Like, I love that. Thank you so much. Are you going to get the green box and do content with I that? hope so. I low-key DM'd them, and I was like, hey, like, I have some ideas, <laughs> like, to mix up the pink and green. Would love to get one. And they were like, okay, like, we'll let them know. And I was like, fingers crossed. They honestly sent me the pink one first, and then once I started working with them, they sent me both the black and the bamboo. Yeah, they were like, here, we're going to give you them all. Exactly. So I hope they give me the green one. I bet they will. Your videos are. So I don't know how to look nice with my plants. Right. <laughs> like it'll just like so like fit in there. Right. Like, and they're such nice good. boxes too. Yes. Oh my god, I love it. It's literally the perfect. It has everything you could need in like all the little compartments and like little brush. Like it's so good. Mm-hmm. And I love how like the middle pieces, like in the bottom, they come out too, so you can just have it like open. Oh my gosh, I did not even know that. It's yeah. Outside. That's awesome. So you don't have to have those, like, three separate little slots. You can pull those out. And change it up this fire. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you have any Avong with you. Maybe we could take a rip to end up the episode. Absolutely. Do you know what you're smoking on? Right now I'm smoking on a strain called Scotty's Mom. Oh, okay. Sounds It's a heavy indica. Oh, I love that. I yes, that I love gelato. my indicas. Me too. Gelato? Yeah. Love it. Cheers, guys. Cheers. <coughs> nice rip. Oh, yes. Well, thanks for coming on here again. I love talking to you. Of course, I love talking to you, too. I'm definitely going to make my way out to Cali in the next couple, few months, maybe January or something. But I'll be Please out there do. Again, and we will definitely hang. Yes, January's gorgeous out here in Palm Springs. Yes, it is. I loved it. When I was there, I was like, I feel like I could live here. Oh, yes, it's beautiful. Not right now, but... Yeah, oh my god. I heard it's, like, really hot over on the West Coast right now. It's still in, like, the hundreds, for sure. That's crazy. It was literally, like, 75 here this morning. I walked outside, and I was like, it's kind of cold. Like, what is happening? Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, it's 102 right now. Oh, oh my god. (laughs) I might jump in the pool, though, you know. <laughs> oh, yes. That sounds so nice. That'd be great. Well, thanks again. I, I love of talking course. to you. 